This episode of the Your Twin Soul Journey podcast was originally posted to the Card Reading Queen YouTube channel. You can find the original episode by going to cardreadingqueen.com slash YouTube. Make sure you subscribe while you're there so we can stay connected. Hey there, Sovereigns. Monica Grace from cardreadingqueen.com here. Today's topic is 10 questions to help you create your Twin Soul Union core values list. If you are not familiar with your Twin Soul Union core values list and what it is, it's basically a list of the many different things that you want to see in your ideal partnership. This list is sometimes called a love list or a soulmate wish list. It's all basically the same thing. In this video, we're going to explore 10 different questions that you can use to help you create your Twin Soul Union core values list. Now, you can also use these questions if you already have a Twin Soul Union core values list or a love list or a soulmate wish list, whatever you want to call it, to bulk up and to go deeper with your list. Before we get into the questions, I just want to let you know that I also have a free printable about the Twinsel Union Core Values list. This printable goes through all the same questions that I talk about in this video and several additional ones. It's a journaling printable, so you can print it out and you can work through it uh, with paper and pen. It's a great way to go deeper with this practice so that you can attract your twin soul much faster because you're much clearer on exactly what you want out of not just your ideal partner, but also your ideal life. In addition to the questions, the printable also includes a number of questions that people have about the Twin Soul Union Core Values list. I also share with you my Twin Soul Union Core Values list so that you can have an example of what someone might put on these lists. This example may just give you some ideas for your own list. I actually have two versions of my list. One is from 2018 and one is from 2020. So you can see what the difference is between those lists. And I go, I have a whole section that kind of explains what happened and why the list changed so drastically in two years. If you want to pick up that printable, make sure you go to cardreadingqueen.com slash freebies. Look for the Twinsel Union Core Values List printable. Once you sign up for that, you'll get the printable in your email and it's completely free. So make sure you pick it up. The first question you'll want to address is what are the basics of how you want to live your life? This can include a lot of things. Uh, it can include how, you know, the types of foods you want to eat the schedule you want to keep, how you want to raise children. It can also include stuff about your social circles, your finances, your um, desire to travel or places you want to travel. It can also include lifestyle choices like what kind of substances are you comfortable with having in your relationship. For example, you may not be a drinker and thus you don't want somebody who drinks a lot of alcohol. Or maybe you don't want to put your life out there on social media. So you probably don't want to date someone who has a high, uh, highly visible social media presence. The second question you want to address is what major themes, worldviews, or causes do you feel strongly about? For me, for example, I know that my life purpose is that I want to um, help 
evolve out of the patriarchy and into a more union-based style of living for the entire planet. I believe that the patriarchy hurts both men and women. Almost everything in my adult life experience has um, been colored by this idea of the patriarchy. I'm really interested in the topics of sexism, feminism, male privilege, and so on. Because this cause is important to me, of course, whoever I'm with is going to have to help me in moving forward in that mission. Now, with this question, it doesn't mean that the person has to completely agree with you. It doesn't mean that the person has to also dedicate their life to the one cause that you have. What you'll want to address is how is this person going to relate to your cause? So maybe they are all in and the two of you are starting a nonprofit over your cause. Or maybe it's that they are just meant to be supportive of you. They're not trying to necessarily help you with this worldview or with this theme in your life, but they are supportive of you and they're not going to um, be in contrast or conflict with what you are trying to do or what you believe. The third question is, what do you currently know about your life purpose And how do you want your partner to relate to that life purpose? So I've talked a little bit about my life purpose that um, I want to help shift out of the patriarchy. The way I do that is through teaching life-changing ideas to people that um, can help them and that can improve their lives significantly. I've tried a number of different ways to do this, and the way that resonates most with me is by doing stuff like this YouTube channel, offering free content, writing books, and also developing courses for those who want to dive deeper. I am and have always been meant to be a teacher and a mentor to people, and I've always been meant to do this online in some form. Additionally, I've known from a very young age that there were going to be three things that were um, always going to be a component of my career. The first was that I was going to have high visibility. I knew that, for example, I was not meant to um, be a stay-at-home mom. Again, there's there's like nothing wrong with being a stay-at-home mom. That's an incredible life purpose if that happens to be your life purpose. I knew that that wasn't my life purpose. I knew my career was always going to be high visibility because I wanted to be in front of a lot of people and have a large impact on um, a, a larger audience's lives. When I was young, I thought that I was going to be either an author, an actor, or a singer. It turns out that I'm an author, but I also happen to be a teacher and a mentor and an entrepreneur. It's okay if your understanding of your life purpose has evolved, but probably you know and you can look back at your childhood that there was something you knew from a young age about how you were going to live your life and how you were going to um, move forward in your life purpose. High visibility was always one for me. The second one was always going to be high success. I am somebody who sets big goals and has big dreams, and I always wanted to achieve a high level of success. With that high level of success, I wanted to achieve wealth and abundance as well. Some people don't care about being wealthy. Um, So sometimes people think like, of course, everybody wants to be wealthy. But in my 
experience. There are lots of people who are fine with not being wealthy. I also knew that um, I not only was I going to develop wealth in my lifetime, but I knew that that wealth was going to come from a business that I had created or a career that I had created. The fourth question to consider for your twin soul union core values list is what are your goals for the future? You can think of this question in many different ways. You can also think about what are your dreams for the future? What's on your bucket list for the future? You can even look at what you think is going to be unconventional about your relationship with your partner compared to other people and just uh, expectations that you may experience from society or family. For me, one example that I always go back to is that I want to hike the Appalachian Trail from end to end, which is about a seven month trip. I don't know if I'm ever going to do this goal, but it is something that I've been thinking about for several years now, and the goal hasn't really changed that much. Another slightly simpler trip that I know I want to do is to bike through all the national parks in Utah. This one I know is a slightly simpler one. I think it only takes two to three weeks, so it's a little bit more doable for people who have jobs. A third one that I think about often is that I want to eventually get my pilot's license and I want to um, have some property and have a uh, airplane strip on the property. I also want to eventually own my own plane. My dream with that is that uh, we're able to basically just load up the kids and the pets and fly to um, somewhere close by but be able to go on trips and we're able to fly ourselves there. So think about this for you. What are some important vacations that you want to go on? What is a part of your lifestyle that may be a little bit different from what other people do? The fifth question to bulk up your twin soul union core values list is to think about what you are attracted to in a person. To me, this question is about some of the stuff that some might consider a bit more superficial or a bit more um, looks good on paper type of qualities. Some examples for me are that um, I definitely want somebody who is um, some sort of engineer, most likely uh, a little bit nerdy, uh, very intelligent, and definitely somebody who uses logic uh, primarily to make decisions. It's also very important to me that the person I'm with is outdoorsy and adventurous and spiritual. When I look back at many of my past relationships, these are all things that line up and um, I tend to have a type of just kind of the engineering nerdy type who um, enjoys, you know, uh, like Star Wars and Harry Potter and Game of Thrones and that that type of um, like fantasy stuff. Also somebody who is good at building things that's really important to me. Um, and my husband, for example, is very good. He When he was young, they called him Mr. Fix-It because he was able to fix all sorts of things around the house. And now we have a very old house and he does all the maintenance on it and is incredibly good at it. For this question, you really want to list all the things that um, that most people would list to begin with. So this is, even though this is question five, um, and I, I kind of put this lower so that it wasn't where you started, um, you can just list anything that 
is important to you and anything that you typically look for in a relationship. One thing here that I highly encourage is that you actually write down the things you want. So I think a lot of times we look at something we want and we're very judgmental about it. But let's say you want someone who's like super muscular, for example, um, then put it down. Or you want someone who has really great hair and is really petite and thin. Um, great, like put that down. And remember that as you're doing that, you also want to um, just keep in mind that these are things you want for yourself. So those are goals that you want to eventually move toward as well. The sixth question is, how does your ideal partner relate to people in his or her life or people in uh, your life? So this can be coworkers, family, friends. Some examples in this question could be that you want them to have really strong family bonds with their, um, their parents or with their siblings. You may be looking for somebody who's a leader at work or it may be something different like they get along with everybody at work. Another one that I personally had on my list was that I wanted somebody who would build um, friendships based on interests rather than drama or talking about people. In addition to that, I was also thinking that I don't want um, somebody who builds friendships with people who are just um, just because they're like there. I think it's really important to be conscious about who you surround yourself with. And so many people, especially here in the Midwest, they fall into the trap of you know, my kids play with their kids. So like we're friends and that's like my social circle. There's nothing wrong with that, but I definitely wanted somebody who was much more conscious about who um, he was investing his energy in because that's something that I really care about as well. The seventh question for your Twin Soul Union Core Values list is one of my favorites. It's what do you consider drama, games, or BS in a relationship? I think this one is really useful because a lot of us um, have been in relationships or other experiences where the person just kind of drained our energy or wasted our time. For this question, what you're really getting to the root of is what are you not going to accept anymore or what are you not going to accept at all? in either a current relationship or a future relationship. For me, some of the biggest things that I had on my list were a commitment to healing. I also wanted someone who was willing to be open and honest about whatever was going on, even if it was painful. And that, for me, has been something that's really important, um, especially just how I was raised and where I live. Here, I feel like people definitely prioritize being nice over being honest and real. I personally prefer real and deep relationships. I'd rather not keep the peace. Like, I'd rather just, okay, like, let's, you know, there's this elephant in the room. Like, let's unravel it and let's just, like, get to the, get to the, um root of it. And so that was something that was really important for me. Another thing is, um, and this relates to healing, I want somebody who's going to accept our timelines. So, you know, we, we get it all out there. Um, we accept each other's timelines in terms of processing. So that's just giving grace to the other person and letting them have their space and heal in their own time. But doing that while also knowing it's being worked on, so not avoiding it, 
this is a great place for you to think about how do you want um, how do you want to communicate with somebody? What are some of the things you just don't want to deal with? And you can look to your past relationships for the contrast of that as well. Just things that you didn't like or that weren't working for you in past relationships. The eighth question is, what are some important points of compatibility for you? For example, are you a spender or are you a saver? And which which one resonates more with you? And um, how do you want to live your life? You can also think of this question as, what does your partner need to accept about you? These are really your must-haves or your boundaries that the person that you're with, um, they, they just need to be compatible with you on it or it's not going to work. For me, one of the big things was that I am going to follow my dreams. I know what my life purpose is. I know what I'm here to do on this planet and I'm not going to compromise that for really any reason. If I do compromise it, it's going to be a temporary situation. So I'm not, you know, for me, I'm not like throwing out um, financial obligations or responsibilities. However, it wouldn't be like, okay, I'm gonna give up on my writing or my entrepreneurship or one of my businesses. For me, it would be, I'm gonna get a part-time job or I'm going to um, slow down and work part-time on my business while I have kids. That for me was, a deal breaker and it's not something that everybody is comfortable with. Lots of people would rather have um, somebody who had a just like a regular nine to five job. For me, it just wasn't going to work out if the person could not support my desire and my dreams um, to build my own business and to spend my time teaching people the things that I know. Something else that was important to me on my list was just the financial piece of our relationship. I definitely wanted to surround myself with abundance and beauty and that didn't, that, that does not mean, um, excess at all. Um, that's not what I mean by that, but I definitely wanted to have, uh, have and create a really beautiful life where um, we're enjoying things, we're traveling, we're eating beautiful food, we're, you know, we have a bottle of wine at dinner, um, we do date nights, we have a beautiful home that we um, have, you know, we invite people to, we do parties, that sort of thing. For me, um, wealth is just something I know I need to be compatible with somebody on. And that's not to say that we need to have a great deal of wealth. It's not to say that we're going to spend outside our means or anything like that. It's just to say that um, that's that's where I wanted to be working toward. And that was really important to me that we were not going to, um, we were going to live a lifestyle that is, um, has a lot of beauty in it. And I wanted to create beauty around me. You may have totally different things in this section. I think it's a really important one just to realize that, hey, there are things that you have to be compatible with that person on um, because that's what's truly in your heart and that's what you desire. The ninth question for your Twin Soul Union Core Values list is, 
What twin soul concepts resonate the most with you? This question may be a surprising one, but the idea behind it is that you are watching this video for some reason, you are learning about twin souls for some reason, and there's something about the concept of a twin soul that has attracted you to the work. This is really important to understand because um, basically it's it's just a way to um, show yourself what you desire in your heart. For me, some of the things that attracted me to this journey were um, the idea of growing closer to God as a means of growing closer to my partner. I also really love the um, the piece about um, it just the twin soul journey being an ascension journey and twin souls is just an access point to ascension. I like that it's a spiritual journey and that's really important to me. I also like a lot of the work around core wound healing. I think that's been um, life-changing for me so that that's been another Another important piece to me. All of these things are ideally something that um, as, as you list your own pieces for um, this question, it's ideally stuff that your partner is also really into uh, as that is going to attract them to the twin soul journey and the twin soul journey concepts. Um, but th that's going to be a place where the two of you can grow together and really, um, really explore this work and these concepts um, as as a partnership. The final question for your Twinsel Union core values list is what do you think life is truly about and how do you want your partner to relate to that? This question is very big picture but I think it's an important one because it really does get to the root of the purpose of this list which is um, learning more about your core values. For me, one of my corest of values is the idea that we are always going to be growing. It's very important to me to have goals, to constantly be growing, to um, do lots of personal development, and I really want a partner who's going to do all of that stuff with me and who finds it really exciting and juicy to like go deep with some of this stuff. We all have different ideas about what the meaning of life is, and I think it can be be really helpful when your partner is on the same page as you. That said, some people don't, you know, they, they have different ideas about what the purpose of life is and that's okay. They don't have issues with the other person's view because they're growing and learning. Some people think that our differences are what makes life great. So that's fine as well. It doesn't, it doesn't mean that your person has to match up with you in beliefs about what life is about. So I hope this list of 10 questions was helpful to you. Again, if you wanna go deeper with these questions, I really encourage you to grab the Twin Soul Union Core Values List printable. Go to cardreadingqueen.com slash freebies to pick that up. Thank you so much for watching and have a beautiful and blessed day. Hey there, Sovereigns. This is Monica Grace again, and I just wanted to tell you a little bit more about my new book, your Twin Soul Journey, A Guide to Experiencing Eternal, Unconditional, Harmonious, Embodied Love, and Union with Your Divine Partner. If you found yourself on the Twin Soul Journey, you probably have questions. In my book, Your Twin Soul Journey, I take you through everything you need to know to keep your head on straight during this crazy, crazy time period in your life. Some of the topics I include are what to do if you've been blocked, ghosted, or separated from the person you believe is your twin, 
how to handle a twin who's insisting that you're just friends, even though you know there's a deeper connection, why your ex-lover keeps popping up in your life, and how to tell if this person is a spiritual or toxic connection, and what to do if you're with your twin in the physical, but the relationship feels complicated and needs a ton of work before you feel like you're truly in union. If you're feeling like there's a spiritual connection here, definitely trust your intuition and make sure you grab my book, Your Twin Soul Journey Today, to get clarity and insight into this unique and fruitful relationship you're experiencing. Go to cardreadingqueen.com slash twin soul journey, and there you'll find links to all the online stores where the book is available. Thank you so much for listening to the Your Twin Soul Journey podcast. See you in the next episode.